Good morning, everybody. This is weird. We're here early. It's 7.15. Well, What's 7.21. Even, it's what? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Golly, the voice of criticism over here. early on. First thing in the morning. 7.15. We are actually live. That's right. We did not press the wrong button. We are doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. We're trying something new. So be sure to uh, participate, share, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know where you're at. Easy. I do not have my computer up, so I'm going to need you totally on top of comments, bro. I got you. All right. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much for joining. Uh-huh. If you caught Friday's podcast. Yeah, you did. It was all right. Sorry. I mean, I wasn't there, but it was all right. You know, this is what happens when we bring in amateurs into the ring like Massey. <laughs> yeah, when you give him the every room. time, every time Carrie <laughs> comes into the show, it's like, well, gee, thanks. You know, like, what's the point in me even being? I, I don't know why we're still doing it. I, I, let her do it. Why? <laughs> she she can handle it. You know, show us some love right now. Comment. Yeah, and nobody's stuff, and arguing. share the daggum video. Do you notice nobody's arguing? Nobody's like, no, we we like you guys. Yeah, Stay nobody's around. like, stick around, sticking up for us. Yeah, no, it's like it's we love Carrie. No it's all no about Carrie. No worries. No worries. It's fine. Whatever. Anyways, welcome guys. Hey, we're gonna get rolling. Um, before we get into news bits, we're gonna do a little sponsor read. Don't forget. If you live in the tre- Treasure Coast, coast. The Treasure Coast area, cost, cost, you got to hire these guys for your painting services. All right. Giving life color. Look, they're local, they're independent, they're owned, licensed, and insured by amazing people. Uh, they care deeply about giving you the best service possible. If you are looking for a trustworthy, godly, conservative value company at a great price, this company is the one you need to call. So call them, get a free bid, transform mm. your house. Done my house, done Massey's house, done plenty of people's houses. He has. He did my whole, I wish I could show a before and after. It was really, really yeah, good. I mean, he turned out amazing. He did. And he was very, very, very um, cost sadly. Like he, there's definitely reasons to charge price but man, right. he didn't he was he was very good on his price we'll put and, it that way and very very what do they call it market like he was very driven on the market price yeah so and he'll one of the cool things is he'll actually explain what he's doing and why he's making that decision right so it's not going to be he's going to try and bid you the highest possible thing and you know just to make a ton of money he's going to tell you look this is probably the best way to go for you. This is the more cost-effective way, blah, blah, blah. So give them a call, 772-521-0858, 772-521-0858. Look, if you're willing awesome. to pay travel expenses, he'd probably travel to come see if you're outside of the Treasure Coast, but we'll see. All right. Are we rolling? We good? Yeah, support the ministry and support his business and support our thing, and we thank you. So, hey, we had our matching grant. Last week, we officially did. Yeah, we did. We're all done. We're done. He didn't even know. He no, runs. Nobody fi- told me. He runs the finances of the ministry. We didn't. Even he didn't know. even. Nobody he didn't communicated. Even know. He didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's like no, this, I don't this even know. Matching it. That's matching. I told this, Carrie. This, I told because it was on Friday. I was like, yeah. hey, how's the matching grant? We hit it right. And she goes, oh, we had it like last week. I was like, 
<laughs> Thanks. So glad I'm up to date on this stuff. It's like, thank you so much. If I'd known, I would have run a celebration or something. Right, 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 right. So right. thank you all Pleasure. to you who donated to the match and grant, completed it, finalized it. Thank you guys. Deep, heartfelt thank you. That is definitely going to help us get where we need to go. And we're on to bigger and better things because of you, our supporters. Because of you, we are on to bigger, better things with our ministry. What was that big thing in the 80s where all the musicians got together and sang? Hear the, heal the world. Is that what it was? That's it what was. that reminded me of. Make it a better place. <laughs> One video of that just to play once in a while for us. More barbecue and spare ribs and cooked beans to go around. Did you ever see the video? Dude, the, first off, we were in Cali. There was this one place. That brisket. Mm. Man, it was a it was a half a pound. I was going to order a pound, you know, because yeah. why not? But a half a pound was like a slab of meat. I was like, it, it was amazing. That it was she awesome. was spendy. She was spendy, you know, because prices. Right. But in California. Oh, and they charge right, you yeah. just for walking, right? So it's like <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, they charge you for walking. Taxed. Literally. More taxes. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't know why I'm saying it, but it, that restaurant was whew. Did you guys go to the the uh what is it, Cheeto Dust place this time around? No, we no? didn't fly into LAX, so we flew oh, into Ontario this time. Oh, okay. Ontario. The that airport, the epitome of engineering and design. Hey, let's make everybody stand down at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> before riding the stairs up <laughs> to go to the security <laughs> checkpoint. This is, let me, can I, I'm getting on my soapbox for a second. Ontario at airport out in California, whoever your engineer and architects were, fire them. Don't I'd, pay their bills. I'd quit now. I. <laughs> Stupidity at its highest. So, okay, you go to the ticket ticket you know, place, you, you buy your ticket, and then you go around, and you stand in line, and they have a person at the front of that line because that line can't go all the way up the escalator because at the top of the escalator, about 10 feet is a line for the oh security. Oh, my god! Because this makes perfect sense. Anyways. Uh, they should take a cue from West Palm Beach's airport. That little one? Yeah. Oh, that's the best airport. Like West Palm. She's if only she, it wasn't so expensive. She's a tish more spendy. Come on, billionaires. Get a skosh, but mm, I like it. Now that why, you're up to date on your airport. What are you doing? <laughs> we got timer ready? It's ready. All right. Three, two, one. One. Guys, they are totally not in it for the kids. Nah. I swear. I swears it. <laughs> so it was most likely a fit of sarcasm, yet truly presents itself as curiously honest. Naked marchers allegedly danced around minors, all the while drag marchers at two New York City Pride events chanted slogans about targeting children because that's not bad timing. Oh, I saw that video. Now, I will say, just be careful. There was a couple of people in the back that weren't saying that. There were people on the camera saying that. And there was someone over here saying it. Yeah. There were several others saying we won't go shopping or something like that. It wasn't about children. So yeah. before it gets, it comes back to us because I watched it several times. So I like, said allegedly. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's a weird video because you can hear it, but it's the camera guy saying it and someone over here saying it. I don't know what that means. I'm yeah. not saying it was a plant. I just we don't know. So I don't want to be like the rest of the conservative media and say look what. 
they're saying when they didn't say it, you know? Yeah. The footage caught by Timcast News include a topless, what we assume to be woman, we're not going to make judgments, chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Now, we have not figured out if she has determined that her pronoun is we, or if she really does mean all of them. <laughs> this is self-evident news bits. Oh, man. You like that so, one? Yes. Because y'all got to go to Revive Church's last Wednesday's message. And P. Todd, you, you, dude, we were laughing because it was like not, he wasn't making fun of them right. at all. It was just the questions he asked were like, dang. Like, right. I, like he said, what are it or what are they, them genitalia? Like if you're going to go get what a surgery, like? what, it, what is it? I want to be a they. Uh, so uh, is, is there like one boob, one testicle? It, like what? You know, <laughs> we're only one in. Wow. No, that was a separate alarm because you couldn't stop oh, talking. Okay. <laughs> All right, three minutes left. That was a, that was Elijah's that was Elijah's wake up. <laughs> that, was, that was the get back on topic. <laughs> it did do its job. Number two, Chris Christie is just the best, folks. Uh, he's my. I really want to know who actually sets out and goes. You know what? I want to vote for Christie. I I don't think yeah. I've ever heard a person actually. I have come not out heard like, a person. Christie. So he told the Faith and Freedom Coalition Conference, uh, well, he got booed because he said Trump had let us down and wasn't willing to take responsibility for mistakes he You're made. High. You're high. His response, yeah, that's the place you want to go after Trump. His response at that moment, you can boo all you want. Told ABC News is this week when discussing the situation that character is the single most important element of a president of the United really? States. Really? Really? Yes. Because President Obama had some pretty decent character. Right. He wasn't slandering, he, slandering people. He was very good with his words. Articulate. He, yeah, extremely articulate. Dude, you, you listen to a speech, you're like, dang, I can believe that. Right. Clinton had it too. Like, yeah. obviously, he fell with his Monica lady, but. You know, when you'd heard him talk, it was like, dang, this guy kind of carried up right character. character. Yes. Uh, the Bushes couldn't, uh, uh, Bush Jr. couldn't finish a sentence. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> what? No, oh. no, that was Jeb. <laughs> that was Jeb. That was Jeb. <laughs> but Bush Jr. was yeah. like, I just have a question for my fellow Americans. Can you remember my question? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me. Because when you do the shaming and fooling, you know, it's like, I just, character, character is a huge element. We agree with you. But is it the same? It's not only that. Why is character determined by someone's voice? So like, yeah, he, he, we've said it. Like, I don't like how he presents himself. I think, you know, when you're, when you got that kind of arrogance, I think in a sense, a level of arrogance, it's very hard to get behind someone like that and justify them as a Christian, Right. But the bottom line is there are people in your life who are coaches and scream. Have you ever been to a football game? What are you doing? Does that mean he doesn't have character? Right. That's ridiculous. It's it's stupid how he laid out this premise. And notice he went to ABC. That's what gets Isn't me. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, that's what the, gets these me. These guys it's are like... playing a game. They're playing a game. <laughs> Especially Chris Christie. Like him and Jeb Bush, I put in, in the same camp. I honestly think they both kind of look alike too. But like <laughs> – who votes for these guys? Who and and some dude Christie's like, well, I'm third in the New Hampshire poll. It's like because nobody outside of New England cares about you, bro. 
Yeah, third is the second loser. So. Right. I'm third. I've only been in for a couple of weeks. Yeah, ask us in Florida who we care about. Yeah, dude. It ain't you. It ain't Jeb Bush either. Right. All right, soccer bonus time. Number three, synthetic humans served up for you. McDonald's coming soon. Scientists have created synthetic human embryos using stem cells in an advance that leaves behind need for those pesky eggs or sperm. You know, the two ingredients God designed. That's so stupid. So stupid. These model embryos resemble those in the earliest stages of human development. They are destroyed before they begin to develop a heart or the beginnings of a brain, but include the cells that would go on to form the placenta yolk sac and embryo itself. So let's create human embryos. <laughs> this is synthetic. Well, synthetic human embryos when we're killing our babies. State that that is a really good point. State prescribed kids, right? Because if they're genetically already, there's talk of genetically modified DNA, all these other things, right? State, state, at, state at allowed point, kids, state property. Yeah. So, so, so now kids. we own them. Yep. We created them, right? So, and to you, evolutionists saying, "See, God doesn't exist. We create human life." How many people did it take to do this? Who put it together? How much research? A designer. How many a designer put that together. It didn't form itself. Right. See, that's the that's the problem with your with your with your issue. You say nothing created everything. This little thing spun so fast and poof here we are big bang what we're telling you here is there was a designer there was a creator right they emulated something in creation and what we're saying is god created all things see what i'm saying like their their, their arguments so fall apart with this stuff but we're killing babies and we're producing and creating synthetic right you know what it is it's easy to control something that's created by man it's easy to control it right until it has a mind of its own like ai you know what I mean? And I'm not saying AI is bad. I'm not saying all of it's bad, but it can lead to bad. It can. No, I, mean, it's, I agree. It's crazy I agree. stuff. I think there's danger. Uh, and of course. All right. Yeah. So that's the news bits. All right. Tell us what you think about synthetic yeah. embryos and eggs and crap. Let us know. What, what are you, you thinking, thinking about with like all the stuff, AI, all this stuff? Comment below. Doggone it. Would you just throw us a bone? Would, huh? you, would you talk to us? We're lonely. It gets lonely in here. 7.30 and Monday It's morning. lonely. Right. This is especially for you uh, pastors and ministry leaders. Panther Publishing is your gateway to publishing your material. Do you have a book inside of you? Perhaps one that God has been prompting you to write? Have you thought that it was too expensive or you just don't know how to make that a reality? Have you wanted to extend the reach of your messages beyond Sunday or the day you speak them? Panthera Publishing is your solution, guys. We specialize in pub publishing books by pastors and ministry leaders uh -huh. from start to finish, including your manuscript, cover uh -huh. formatting, editing, and publishing on Amazon's global platform. We can publish your book for less than $1,000. Did you ever think that was possible, pastors and ministers, getting a book published for less than $1,000? Look, I self-published one time. It was like $5,000. So well, that was go dumb. this route. You should have went with Pantera Publishing. I should have. <laughs> you may take control the, of the, your book. The brains here. Throughout and after it is published. Paperback, hardback, Kindle Digital, located in Stewart, Florida, but can service anywhere in the U.S. Check them out at PantheraPublishing.com, guys, or give them a call at 772-497-6001. 772-497-6001. All right. Let's get into this. Game on. Money. Thank you, Panthera Publishing, for all of your help. Now on to money. <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
Money. This is the pith and marrow of this podcast, Dr. John Money. This guy, just, just, I just want to, to lay this premise out. Oh, this is going to sound bad, but hear me out. Here's, here's, where, here's where truth comes in. We've based an entire movement, right, on crappy data. On men who are literally, in a lot of ways, psychotic. Truly depraved. It was Elf, uh, uh, it was Kinsey. Kinsey. It was yeah. it was this guy. It was so much false data that we said sexuality is so important that we need to pervert it to get people to understand what sexuality really means. And then they fludge the numbers and all these other. And this is just one example of how this whole mess started, and that chemical castration exists because of demonic influences, demonic people like this. So. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yes. Be, well, maybe not your wife. Your wife needs to listen to this, too. Because this is what we're facing. And I'm noticing with these issues, if you're ill-equipped and ill-informed, you don't know how to fight this. You don't know yeah. how to say, dude, I'm not getting my kid into that. You know why? Because it's based on crap. It's based on sand. It's based on something that is not truth. And so now we're trying to conform this disgusting, demonic-filled stuff to try to conform the word to love people who have been lied to mm -hmm. their whole lives. They've been lied to about being trans, about being gay, all this stuff. They've been lied to their whole life. And we're trying to conform the word of God to this. Just so you know, it's going to get a little crazy in here. Yeah. I, and I was thinking about that this morning. If you have kids listening, watching, now's your chance. If you don't want them to hear uh, pretty adult style material. Okay. Uh, advanced warning. Turn on something else. Turn on an old episode. Do something like that. Um, so five, four, three, two, one. All right. We're on. Okay. What did Dr. John Money do? Dr. Money. He decided that he was going to try and experiment on a set of twin boys to prove his twisted theories. Now, what were those theories? We'll get to those in a second. His subjects, Bruce and Brian Reamer. So a Canadian couple, Janet and Ron Reamer, had healthy twin boys. After about seven months or so, uh, they both boys were having trouble urinating. So they took them to a hospital to be circumcised. Now, the next morning, the doctor stated that instead of a scalpel, an electric cauterizing pen had been used. Mm. And in Bruce's case, the equipment malfunctioned and a surge in the current burnt his penis. Surgeons would not be able to reconstruct it. So the Reamers were informed by a psychiatrist, that was their first mistake, that their son would be unable to consummate marriage or have normal heterosexual relations. He will have to recognize he is incomplete and physically defective. That's a good thing to tell parents. Your Bingo. kid's physically defective. They're going to have a rough life. Just get used to it. A year later, they saw Dr. John Money being interviewed on television. Now, Dr. Money was working at Johns Hopkins, where he had established the first ever U.S. clinic that performed sex reassignment surgeries. So already this is what that guy is, is doing, is looking at sex reassignment surgeries. The parents watched the man's theories based on work with intersex, hermaphrodite patients, and believed he believed that all babies were gender neutral. Now, anybody who's had a kid 
will recognize, yeah, no, that's that's not true. Dude, when babies come out of the womb, there is a difference in who they are between male and female. And it's actually, it's it's been researched and studied yeah, it has. that a baby boy will tend to look at things like cars or tools or whatever longer, while baby girls will tend to look at faces longer. Mm. There's something innate in us that's different, which makes sense because the hormone profiles are completely different. And if you've ever looked at the effect of testosterone on your mind, it's obvious that the biological completely influences the mental, the the, the personal, right? Mm-hmm. If you're getting hit with a thousand testosterone, you're going to think and see the world differently Truth. than somebody who has 15. Truth. Now, there are also concrete biological differences in terms of chromosomes, in terms of structure, all of that. So we can't say that the baby comes out gender neutral. Now, why would he make that argument of general, gender neutral? He said no matter the genitalia, he claimed any baby could be streamed thanks to hormone injections and surgeries. Does that sound familiar? And the fact that what you're saying is you need to change the biology to affect the gender, which means gender and sex are not independent. Oh, that's Uh-oh. that's that Lily Kate clip right there. Uh oh, what he just said. Uh oh, I think the, the the he just said it. The but, the but biological. Say it, say it again, like super, like intense but like loving well but i think <laughs> this is that q q i don't even remember what the no 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 matter the genitalia dr john money claimed any baby could be streamed thanks to hormone injections and surgeries which means the gender is biologically sourced because you're changing the biology in order to change the gender. Am I missing something here? Or are we trying to argue illusions? So the Reamers saw a possible solution for their son and contacted the doctor. They were also a solution for the doctor. Now, why is that? Until then, he was only able to perform experiments on intersex kids. Uh. Now his chance was to prove his theory. Theory. So he had twins who were a perfect setup for the experiment. Perfect. I'm just imperative. <laughs> this is good. You can interject anytime you want. No, I'm 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 listening because like you need to build the case of what we're talking about. And this is just I, I mean, the more I read the stuff, right? Oh, it's because I used to study this thing. Um because we were talking about like Nambla and all this other stuff. Yeah. We, we we did a lot of that homework, gosh, 15 we years did. ago, maybe 16 years oh, ago. Yeah. You know, when we were in the other group and we used to talk about it. It was like, could it really get that bad? You know, and now you're seeing, well, I'll say it's not the people, it's the media. I think the media is pushing I, this more than yeah. the people, obviously, but it's just how it's messaging. The, the messaging is so incredible to make you feel like you hate them mm-hmm. and you're not accepting and tolerant. 
and we're like, hey, just like the Trump thing with Chris Christie. I felt like I justified Trump, but that's not my point. Right. Right. So it's like they know how to get you to, oh, so now you accept Trump. You know, it's like just this weird narrative. It's almost narcissistic, how gaslighting, if you will, yeah. how they make you feel. It's it's just like when you're told, well, if you don't fully accept and promote this, then you hate it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Drawing a massive binary that that's. I mean, yeah. Take this abortion. Margaret Sanger, yeah. book on eugenics, the whole thing. If you go to Planned Parenthood's website, they justify what she wrote in a beautiful way. Yeah, Like they say, well, sh this is what she really meant by that. This is how she meant this. And it's like, bruh, she did not like black people. She spoke I, at KKK rallies. I, I've, like, I've seen a couple of liberal journalists actually come out and say, look, we actually need to talk about the Margaret Sanger problem. Yeah, like, yeah you kind of do. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like if you're going to go to America's history and say we are based totally on slavery and slavery alone, which is what the message is. Yeah. Right. And I was thinking about this, too, the 1619 Project. I was telling my wife this. You know how stupid that argument is? That we were under British rule. We were Brits at that time. Right. We weren't America. We right. were Brits. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so such a dumb premise. Your, your you know argument I mean? is with the British then. But back to this, back to this. It's like, look at what this whole thing is based on, right? When it comes to this, right? We're, we're, we're taking scientific, actually falsified scientific yeah. data. It's, it's to, a lie. To, I can't even call it pseudoscience. It's just yeah, a lie. It's just a lie. To, 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 to verify and justify this this movement these things that we've allowed yeah. to be taught in society right and all they did was one thing and they do it and we have literally harped on this for years right years go back and watch podcasts of the past they it, in order to win you they they appeal to two basic instincts fear greed and or fear greed and lust is basically lust so two things fear and lust they go after lust. They go after desire. You can be what you want to be. It doesn't matter. There's really no consequence to be who you want to be. As far as like, you can defy God and it's going to be okay. You don't even need to believe in him. And yet there's eternity to pay after this. And right. you could say you don't believe in that, but you know, in your heart right here, there's something you're like, man, I'm going against my conscience here. This doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? And you actually watch fear and lust play out in this whole thing in this situation because the parents yeah. full of fear that their kid yep. is not going to grow up normal. And then Dr. John money, all sorts of lust, lust to prove his theory. Right. Uh, we'll get into some of the other stuff, dude. He was sick, it, bro. Sick. sick. So the twins were a perfect setup for the experiment. Why? Because there was a normal control, right? So every good experiment has a control group, which is just normal, does its thing. And then the experiment group, this was a perfect setup because they were twins. So money convinced the Reimers that Bruce should be raised as a female and that they should construct a vagina for him. Oh, now this is what really gets me about this whole thing. Money's argument is money that gender is neutral. And so you can stream it. So what does money do? He says, well, we're going to change the physical nature of the boy <laughs> And then suddenly he'll be a girl. Dude, he'll just take. He says gender is neutral, yet pumps these kids either full of hormones. Right. Dude, it's not. The fact that you have to pump hormones in them proves that. It's not neutral. And just in case you're wondering, Bruce was seven months old when this accident happened. So if you're going to make the argument that gender is neutral from birth, how long before gender is truly imprinted as a foundation into the child? 
make that argument. Tell me when, when that child is imprinted and foundational as a boy versus a girl. Yeah. Are you telling me when a child is seven months old that the parents have so irrevocably raised that child as a boy Dude, that seriously. it can't be reversed? So, so, so it was Thomas Paine that once said, a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of it being right. Similar quote, I don't know if it was attributed to Hitler or one of his henchmen, but it was like, if you tell a lie loud enough, long enough, and often enough, the people will believe it. Attributed to, what was it, Goebbels? It, yeah, it, is it Goebbels? Because I've so. heard it said by Hitler yeah. and, and all this other stuff. But think about it. If you tell someone their whole life that they're this, all they know is that, what is it, uh, um, every, what did he say? Every, it was Albert Einstein that said, every person uh, is a genius. He said, but if you tell a fish to climb a tree and it can't do it, it'll think it's stupid its whole life, right? So it's like if you're constantly telling these young people, this is who you are, gender fluid, it is what it is, and it's like, no, simple common sense, and that's what they're trying to get away from, a simple common conscience that God gives. He wrote his law. Oh, this is good. He wrote his, his law in our hearts. That's common sense. Yeah. I believe common sense comes from his law being written on our heart. We know what's right. We know what's wrong. We can look at things and go, that's a dude. That's a chick. That's this. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, they remove this, uh, or they try to anyway, this, this conscience you have by saying, Hey, you can be whatever you want. It's okay. And then they create you as the Guinea pig. They, they, they fly your flag. Right. And they don't care about you. This is what I, I it's I, just to prove their point, dude. But it's like, it's a greater agenda. They don't, you're the first one they'll spit out when you're done. When they've used you and they've dried you all up, you transgender people and all they will use you up and crucify you at the end. And happens every movement. If you decide that's not what you wanted to do and you regret it, they'll come after you. Here, here. Where's BLM anymore? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Once she got found out, those leaders got found out for embezzling all this money. And yep. the, dude, you don't hear BLM talked about it no, at all. They're, and they're in trouble now. Yeah, there's no more BLM. But who promoted it the most? And they use them and spit them out. Mm -hmm. They don't care about you. Don't you get it? They don't care about the American people. This is the media that we're talking about here. They care about global takeover. That's what they want. And you know what's so crazy? Here's where I have hope is that it's so big. They can't control all this. I love this thinking because it's so big. Like if the Republic can't be controlled by 50 states, what makes them think that their little minions are going to control the world? Right. There's no way. So I would caution and share this with people and say, listen, it's, it's so crazy how you'll reject God at every turn, but you'll trust in a system you can't even see. You don't even know what's going on behind the scenes. They're on your side now, but that's what Satan does. Oh, I'm for you, bud. Go ahead and watch that P word. Go ahead and watch that pornography, right? right? Go ahead and go get drunk, buddy. It's okay. Just forget your problems for tonight. Go open that bottle. Go do your thing. Here, go shoot yourself up. It's all good. Go smoke that weed. It's all right. Do your thing. And I'll be with you the whole night. When you wake up, he's not there, and he's used you up, and he spits you out, and you feel like crap. Right. People people talk about the the morning after shame, the oh morning after gosh. regret. It's like, isn't that a signal that maybe that choice shouldn't have been made? Mm -hmm. Like, so often, oh, yeah, last and in order night, not I to totally regret what I did. Right. And in order not to feel oh. that shame, they do it again and again right. and again and put themselves in that euphoric state. And that's that's what really drives me nuts is the world – and I've said this before, the world can't account for guilt. And the world it will never try can. to cover over it. Right. It will try to push it aside. 
that's a problem because if that guilt is raising up, instead of just automatically blaming it on the society, Bingo. maybe wonder, okay, maybe it's something I'm doing not right, not good for me, right? So the Reamers, money told the parents that the twins shouldn't be told what was going on because that's a good first sign. The Reamers were a little reluctant but impressed with money's intelligence and persuasive powers. Just sounds demonic, man. So Bruce became Brenda and was castrated when he was 22 months old. That sounds normal. They fashioned a vulva for him, and the sexologist, that term just drives me up a wall, prescribed that Brenda should start taking female, female hormones at 12. Janet, the mother, even admitted later that she looked up to money like he was a god. I accepted whatever he said, she said. She would write regularly to Money about progress and would visit every year. When the children were seven, Money published a book about the case called Man and Woman, Boy and Girl. He announced the experiment a success. The girl happily wore dresses and played with dolls while her brother loved cars, soldiers, and climbing trees. Now, I, I was reading an article. Uh, this was Daily Mail. My problem with the article was they used her as the pronoun for Bruce through the whole article. It's like your article is proving through your your reporting that this whole experiment was a sham, yet you're saying her. So you'll notice I say he and I say Bruce through this whole thing because this was just an act. This was a, a imposter covering over a child that was – anyways, money won – international claim except both brian and bruce the brothers admitted that they both knew something wasn't right bruce tore off the dresses his mother made him wear and showed no interest in makeup at age four bruce wanted to try his dad's razor at six he wanted to be a garbage man he hated playing with dolls and always chose his brother's toys instead his mother reassured him that he was just a tomboy but he had a vulva not a Volvo, a Volvo. At school, Bruce was rejected by both boys and girls. Dang. He was bullied constantly, and teachers were uncomfortable around him. He was very rebellious masculine, and his own mother admitted he couldn't be persuaded to do feminine things. Bruce and I've got David in here, but that's Bruce's name after he detransitioned. It's Bruce and Brian particularly loathe their annual trips to see money for interviews without their parents present. I was thinking about this when I wrote this. That's disgusting. Be very wary when a medical professional wants to see your children without you present. That's why they do this. We don't need your we don't need your counsel. No, you need to be out of the room. Yeah, that's why in schools they're talking about you don't need to tell your parents what's going on. We know what's best for you. This is why the messaging from the White House now is there are kids, not your kids. Okay, do you notice it's the transgender movement now? It's the media, homosexuality, lustfulness, whatever, right? Now the government is saying you don't own your kids. Everything against every bit of it is against God's design. Every bit of it is against God's design. We control what marriage is. We control what your kids do. We control... Do you notice is this? It, isn't it funny? This is dangerous, 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 dangerous. And this is what happens when we abdicate our role as the church, as the pulpits, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. in, in our in our own personal... Men, I can't blame the church forever. You're the priest of your house. Y'all got to step up. And it's not a cap on you. This is a... I don't know what will wake you up. 
I don't know what will if, wake you up to spirit to, to the spirit. I don't know what's what, what it's going to take. I think now is if if you can't see the problems going on now, I don't know if you'll ever see it. No, and I really encourage you fathers to take a long, hard look at your children and think about the destruction that happens to other people's kids. Dude. If Dude. There is nothing that gets me more righteously wrathful Bingo. than the destruction of children. Bro, because they're coming after the most vulnerable kids. Or, or, um, so we say the womb is the most vulnerable, which it is because they're, they're voiceless. But they're also coming out attacking children who can't make a choice. So they're coming after the vulnerable. Notice they're not going after adults. They're going after kids. They're telling you to shut up and that your kids know more than you. So let them do what they do, right? Except don't put them in the military. Don't let them vote. Don't let them. They can't go to porn houses till they're 18. Right. They can't drive. They can't drink. They can't smoke. You know, we call those places adult entertainment centers, you know, for like 18. Because we don't want young kids. Dude, you can't even go to a movie theater under 18 without a parent. Right? For rated R movies. But they can detransition. Or they can transition. I'm sorry. They can get their... They can, they can get castrated. They can go... It, it, it just... If you could see the hypocrisy and what they're going after, I think it would make more sense to you. you and, know? and I personally think this is pretty good evidence for God in the fact that if you go down the line... Society tends to lean towards the opposite of anything Scripture says. If you want to look at the check marks, society tends to be leaning towards, oh, let's do away with all of that Bible stuff. Isn't that interesting? Where does society really uphold Scripture? I mean, even look at uh, uh, adultery. We had what was the website AshleyMadison.com, and we we love to we love to fill our our entertainment uh, tank, predilection yeah. tank yeah, yeah, yeah. with adultery and steamy affairs and everything we watch is you know affairs affairs affairs. Isn't that interesting? That's Isn't what, that interesting? You know what's crazy? That's what would make this podcast different is if we were going after things that were like more lust filled. Like if we had people coming in and we were coming in and attacking people, I think it would be different, right? And I think people would watch more because it's drama. Yeah. And what will happen I, is... I, I firmly believe that. What happens is all of it gets gossiped about and then the person gets... Uh, when they're done, like you were saying, when they're used up, they get thrown away. They get the book thrown at them, sure, right? Sure, The The whole Andrew Tate thing. Yep. I don't know. I don't know whether he was really what he was doing was what they're saying he was doing, but I know he was running webcam girls for a long time. He was, that was his business, which isn't it funny that porn industry is massive. It's legal. It's legal, but he can't, but, <laughs> but then you throw the book at him because you don't like him anymore. So, so you use that as the accusation, Dude. even though the half the people, 99% of the people probably making these accusations are sitting at home at night watching the webcams oh, dude, that he's producing. Bro, the, the Pentagon has had so many, so many people get busted for child pornography and stuff. Look it up. The Pentagon. The Pentagon has had so many people busted with child pornography, porn, all that stuff on their computers. You just never hear about it. No. But do the homework. You'll see it. 
So if our, if our very government is corrupt, it's that Charles Finney quote, if the very foundations of our government are ready to fall away, it's the pulpit. Yeah. We didn't call it out because we, we didn't want to do our homework. We didn't want, we wanted to just focus on Jesus and the gospel, not knowing that Jesus and the gospel transformed the world, that wherever they went, they transformed things. Why do you think they were put in front of the kings? Because they were making noise. Mm -hmm. Not because they were out to thumb the government. It's because they were making noise. Things were changing. They were going against their gods. That's what Christ did. That's what I love about Jesus. Read Isaiah 52. The spirit of wisdom, revelation, knowledge, right? And the spirit is it's, it's uh, the, the, the spirit of um, uh, courage, basically, that was put into Christ. He was a courageous man. He wasn't a pansy. That's what I love about him. It's like he could tell you to walk in the fruit of the spirit and yet be courageous at the same time. Man, that's an anomaly because we think we have to go be thumbing people. That's courageous. No, no. Real courageousness is knowing how to use your sword, a William Wallace. Knowing how to use your sword and knowing when to use it. Mm -hmm. Knowing how and when to use your sword. That's courageous. I know when to, to restrain and I know when to use, right? That's what we're doing here. I think we should finish this out, though. I'm sorry. We're on tape. No, you know. uh, so this is where it really gets crazy. So at age six and beyond... The doctor would show them naked pictures of men and women, boys and girls, and adults having sex. He would scream at them in fury until they obeyed and force them to strip off their clothes and examine each other's privates. He often asked them to play at thrusting movements and copulation with them, being forced to pretend to have sex in various positions. All this was photographed, and Money at times would get his colleagues to watch. Money was bisexual, championed open marriage, nudity, group sex, and hardcore porn. In 1980, he was accused of endorsing pedophilia and incest after he told Time Magazine a childhood sexual experience, such as being the partner of a relative or of an older person, need not necessarily affect the child adversely. It's okay for the child, is what he's arguing. He reportedly told a Dutch academic journal that he did not see any problem with the sexual relationship between a boy aged 10 or 12 who's intensely attracted toward a man in his 20s or 30s. Why stop there? Why stop there? Why is that the line, 10 or 12 and 20 or 30s? Heck, make it 7 or 8 and 60 or 70. What does it matter at that point? Bruce stated to the BBC in 2000, I thought he was perverted. I thought he was a sick man. As Bruce grew older, he increasingly felt to be male. He was adamant in refusing to have more extensive surgery to construct a new vagina. This was a procedure that money felt was essential to cementing his patient's psychological sex change. Why do I feel like money had a German accent? Last time Bruce was taken to see money in his early teens, he ran to the roof of the building to get away from the man. Although his parents and doctors persuaded him to start taking the hormone estrogen at 12, he threatened to commit suicide if they ever took him back to see money. Dude. Because that sounds like a healthy relationship. At school, students refused Bruce access to either bathroom, forcing him to relieve himself in a back alley. 1979, Bruce stopped living as a girl. 1980, their father took them for ice cream and admitted that Bruce had been a boy and had suffered a botched circumcision. Oh, my gosh. Bro. Hey, guys, let's go out for ice cream. So, Bruce, by, by the way, way. You ain't got no wanky <laughs> yeah. because we screwed up. Or... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Got, got cut off. Our bad. Dude, so his whole life was a lie. Even by his own parents. Dude, doesn't that grieve you at all? This dude's life was a whole lie. His, even, his parents even lied to him. 
Can you imagine? In 1997, to spare other children similar treatment, he and Brian revealed the truth about money's reprehensible behavior to one of the doctor's bitter academic opponents, Milton Diamond, who had become suspicious about money's account. Bruce's brother, Brian, overdosed from drugs in 2002. Two years later, Bruce shot himself in a supermarket parking lot. That ended well. And so that's... The whole reason that we put this out there is when you're told, oh, scientific research shows that gender-affirming care is the only way to take care of your child if your child has questions. This is a little bit of evidence that maybe they're not building on the foundation of scientific accuracy. When you get in, and we're going to look into Alfred Kinsey later, um, when you have twisted presuppositions and conclusions and you try to force the answer you're going to destroy people and destroy lives and this account is a big issue that doesn't get discussed with the whole transgender community it doesn't because the whole idea is if you change your outside, change your physical, throw yourself some hormones, you'll be happy, fine, and good. But this shows you that there's something else going on besides, well, just throw a dress on him and, and give him new genitalia, and he'll be fine. He'll be happy. He'll accept it. There's something very devious and wicked about the idea that if somebody has questions in their mind, we must change the physical to align with the mind. That's yeah. the only time we ever do that yeah, in think... the realm of mental illness. If a, a uh, paranoid schizophrenic comes to you and has a tinfoil hat on and says the aliens are beaming him up every night and the, the government is sitting outside his house and the Nephilim are standing in his backyard... You don't look at him and go, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, we need to affirm that. Yeah, what, let's build we... you a bunker. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, we need to get you a better hat too. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> right. We need Reynolds wrap for yeah, this. We, yeah, yeah. This is Publix is screwing up the thing. So, so I, I, this is what, what another thing that it shows us. Sorry, I'm not trying to screw up, but another thing that it shows us is generational. What happens in generations when we follow sin, right? And there's a story I just want to read quick. Max Jukes versus Jonathan Edwards. Max Jukes was an atheist. Edwards was seriously historic, famous preacher. And uh, in, in, uh, Max Jukes was born at about 1720. Jukes was an atheist who married an ungodly woman. And in 1900, an American pastor and educator named Albert Edward Winship wrote a book called Jukes Edwards, A Study in Education and Heredity. He traced the posterity of the two men. And Max Jukes, out of 540 studied descendants, 310 died as paupers, 150 were convicted criminals, seven were murderers, over 100 drunkards, and 190 were female prostitutes. So they studied the lineage of these people. From Jonathan Edwards' side, though, he studied 1,394 studied descendants and came, uh, and, and came to an American vice president, three senators, three governors, three mayors, th 30 judges, 13 college presidents, 65 college professors, 100 lawyers, 60 physicians, 75 military officers, 100 preachers and missionaries, 60 prominent authors, and 80 other public uh, officials. How were they who – it was basically based on how we're raising our generations. What are we putting into them? Don't think that sin wasn't going on in Edwards' time. 
that's why they had the Great Awakening, because right. sin and uh, the church was cold. As a matter of fact, it was Whitfield that said it's because dead men preach to churches. That's why uh, churches are dead. So at that time, there was a massive movement of like deadness in the church, especially up in New England. That's where they were, a lot of these guys. Sin was prevalent. It always has been, right? Isn't it funny that we never think about, uh, it's, it's so much different these days because we have phones. Bro, they literally brought out a prostitute in front of Jesus and said, judge her, stone her. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she was a prostitute in front of, sin has always existed like this. The, the lust and disease of sin has always been in the heart of man. This isn't any different, right? But look what happens when you train your children in righteousness versus unrighteousness. Those kids, those two men didn't live long enough to even have a... No. And and <clears throat> my heart goes out to the parents because it sounds like the parents... Oh, me too. Traumatic event. I could not imagine if something like that happened to my child and they got misled by a medical establishment. Well... Accredited, accredited, licensed, approved medical establishment. Johns Hopkins University had Dr. Money. When you get accused of, well, you're just not trusting the science. You're a science denier. No, or, or, you, you don't appreciate you the experts. This. I was going to ask you earlier, where's your medical degree from? Right, exactly. I'm not an expert. Which, isn't it funny that the same people making that accusation of you're wrong because the experts say, you're not an expert, so how do you know if the experts are right or wrong? <laughs> that one drives me nuts. Especially, oh, here's why. Because you'll get a journalist who will come out and say awful things about your opinion journalist isn't an expert in that field either this is the problem that's why we're doing what we're doing folks i'm not saying that experts don't have some level of information and expertise in a field but stop deciding that the experts must be right Truth. because they say they're an expert just because they say they're right doesn't mean they are. Boom. Two people could have an IQ of 180 boom. and completely disagree about something that boom. they're both experts in. Boom, That's boom. science. Boom. To round this out, be wary. Um, and you said something about the dead church that I I, I want to Well, expand. I didn't. Whitfield did, but well, I just quoted it. It's evident today. You brought it out. Yeah, it's evident today. <laughs> no, I think you're right. And here's why I think you're right. Godwin's Law, if you look at Nazi Germany, Diedrich Bonhoeffer was basically the only one who was saying this is wrong. I mean, it was church needs to stand yeah, up. Yeah, he was killed for it. Yes. And he got a small group of pastors, but even those scattered on him. The church was dead in Nazi Germany. The Lutheran church, it was a status symbol. If you were part of the church, it was you, you had status. You were part of the arist aristocracy. It was not spirit-filled. It was state and church married together in a class system right. type setup. Bonhoeffer was one of the only ones pointing the finger going, this is wrong. Most of the Lutheran church was just like, nah, we're not getting involved. Bingo. We, we don't want to screw up what we've got going, and we don't, we don't want to be called out by the Nazi party. Because at that point, the Nazi party was flourishing. And people, people were wary, but plenty of people were supportive transfer that to today you have so many christians and churches saying we don't want to get involved in that we don't we just want to love we don't want to talk about this we need to support this 
your dead churches then. Because guess what's happening? Sin is getting worse. And if the salt loses its saltiness, it's good for nothing but to be thrown out and yeah. trampled on. You will be thrown out and trampled on as a church body if you lose your saltiness. Truth. What does salt do? It preserves from rot and decay. And it doesn't just season. It preserves meat from rotting and decaying. That's right. That's right. I think, too, the measure of a church today is I got butts in the seats. That's how we prove anointing is butts in seats. That's an element of it. But that doesn't prove that you're the true church of God. Right. The true church of God has a union with him, right? Like this, uh, John 17, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the one true God in Jesus Christ whom you sent. The word know, look it, look it up, actually means like intimacy. Yes. A, un, a relationship. A, it's even deeper than a relationship. It's marriage. It's, it's a marriage. marriage. It's a covenant. One union, one right. flesh. Just you because argue. you have butts and seats does not prove that you're in a live church. What the alive church does is it says no to sin, yes to righteousness. And it will reprove sin as much as it can in love, in love, never out of hatred, never out of I hate them, therefore I'm going to go confront them, which you see a lot of that today, right? And it's very hard to, to discern like what is, what is right and wrong. Put your spiritual eyes on. And, and Pastor Todd said this yesterday. If you look at all the problems as a physical problem, you'll see them as physical problems. Right. And they never get corrected. If you see this crap that's going on as a spiritual issue, which it is, because they're blinded by the spirit of the world, right? Spirit of darkness, all that stuff. They're blinded by this, right? If you can see it as a spiritual problem, you'll see, okay, that is what we're going after. So just because you have 2000 seats in your church and they're all full, bruh, Colosseums were filled with people that thought it was cool to kill Christians. Is that an anointing? Did God bless that? Because it, come on, movie theaters are filled every night. With people who go to the movie, is that because the movie theater's anointed? That means nothing. They're still leading people astray, and you might be doing the same. And that's scary. That's scary. I stand before God every week that I have to preach. You know, petri petrified. Dude, if I lead these people astray, this is I, that's on me. If I don't preach the truth of the gospel, if I'm not out there pr proclaiming the truth of God— and sometimes I sit in here going, man, was that too harsh, Mike? Remember, you, you and I have done oh, this yeah, so many times. Talked about it. <laughs> He's done this with me. He's like, man, was that a little too much? Did I put a little pepper on that? And it's like, you know, I don't think we're pushing enough. I think sometimes it's like in order to awaken someone from their spiritual darkness, you just have to say what it is. And then people go, what? That's impossible. There it is. That right. Now we woke it up. And now we woke it up. And we don't want to do shock factor no, just to gosh, shock. We, you don't see it in our podcast. No, uh, our whole point is like, we've got to take the blinders off as a people and recognize what is going on in front of us, not just from a physical, because if you try to battle the physical, you're going to be making the wrong battle. In order to understand this battle, you have to see the spiritual realm of it. The spiritual is Satan wants your kids. Satan has no problem brainwashing, indoctrinating, taking, stealing your kids. No. He does not follow your rules of respect and honor in terms of, well, I let my kid decide who they want to be. He doesn't care. He'll influence them to kingdom come. So ridiculous. You need to influence your kids. You need to protect your kids. You need to stand up for your kids. You need to protect and help other people protect their kids. And that means actually putting a foot down and raising your voice against the sin and the destruction going on around us.
We there love we you. Go. We love you guys. The hope is we can do it. Round it up. We're done. You can do it. Stand up. This is good. Seek the Lord, and we're here with you. All right? All right. I hope you guys got something out of this. Share the daggum video. Yeah, would you? Thanks. All right. We'll see you guys Friday. Love you all. Have a great day.